Merry Christmas, friends. Jasmine and Gracie are busy decorating their tree, so they hope that you will enjoy listening to their podcast from last year all about Christmas trees. You can also watch this podcast on YouTube. Just search for Jasmine and Gracie Learn About Christmas Trees. And don't forget to give them a thumbs up. Happy holidays, everybody. Happy holidays, friends! It's Jasmine, the jazzy gray cat, and Gracie, the super smart tortoise, is here with me, too! Season's greetings, friends. Since Christmas is almost upon us, we're staying home and doing a little decorating. A little? I hope we're gonna do a lot! I just love Christmas! The decorations, the presents, the lights, the shopping, the giving of presents, everything! I do too, Jazzy. And today we're going to be decorating our Christmas tree. Oh, I am so excited. You know what, Gracie? Why do we decorate a tree? I'm sure that you know. Well, Jasmine, I have been reading up on the subject and would love to share it with you and our friends. Well then, share away. Since the early 1900s, Christmas trees have been part of America's celebration. But the tradition of decorating with greenery goes back much further. You mean back like in 1776 in the American Revolution? Even farther back than that, ancient people who lived in the Northern Hemisphere hung spruce and evergreen branches over their windows and doors during the time of the winter solstice. They believed that doing this would bring them good luck and keep them safe and healthy. Wow, that's a really, really long time ago. I know about the Northern Hemisphere. Those are the countries above the equator. But what's a winter solstice? You're right about the Northern Hemisphere. Some of the people who decorated in this way were the ancient Romans in Italy, the Celts in Great Britain, the Norse people in the countries of Denmark, Finland, Iceland, Norway, and Sweden, and even people in Egypt. Now the winter solstice is December 21st or 22nd. It's the shortest day of the year. This day has the shortest amount of sunlight and the longest amount of nighttime. Ancient people all over the world didn't always understand what was happening and thought that the sun was going away so they had rituals and celebrations to make the sun stronger and to bring it back. What happened at these celebrations? Well, let's start with ancient Egypt. Ancient Egyptians celebrated for 12 days starting on December 21st. They decorated their homes with plants that were green all year round, like palm leaves and branches. Palm leaves? Good thing we don't use those. I think it would be really hard to hang ornaments on them. How about the Romans? Rome called their festival Saturnalia, after the planet Saturn. Oh, Saturn is my favorite planet. I just love all those gorgeous rings. It started on December 17th, and it was like a vacation. People had off from work and school. There were parties with music, food, and gift-giving. Candles were a popular gift because it reminded them of sunlight returning. Evergreen wreaths and trees were used to decorate because they meant long life and that the sun was coming back. Gracie, I want to tell you about the Vikings who lived in those Norse countries. Their Yuletide feast started on December 25th and went for 12 days, too. And guess what? They thought their god, Odin, would fly across the sky and leave gifts in children's boots. That sounds a lot like Santa Claus leaving presents in stockings. Yes, it does. The Vikings used branches of evergreen, holly, and mistletoe also. They decorated their Yule trees with small statues, clothing, and food. They thought that doing this would keep them safe. You know what? We decorate just like the Vikings. We put little statues like this Santa Claus and food like this candy cane on our tree, too. I'm not sure about the clothes, though. How about this lovely mitten ornament? Mittens are clothing. Totally cool, Gracie. It's fun to see that we still like to do the same things that people a long time ago liked to do, too. 
Yes, it is comforting to know that. Now let's talk about more modern Christmas trees. The first decorated tree was in Latvia in 1510. Ah, uh, Gracie, where's Latvia? Latvia is a country near Russia, but Germany is the country that made trees really famous. I know! Christians in Germany would decorate them with apples, nuts, tinsel, roses, and real candles. I don't know about the candles. It sounds really dangerous to light real candles on a tree. What if the tree caught fire? Yes, that could be very dangerous, but the candles weren't lit very long, and there was always a bucket of water ready, just in case it was needed. Well, that's good to know. But how did Christmas trees get over here to the United States? When German people came to live in the United States, they brought their tradition of Christmas trees with them. But Queen Victoria of England made them really popular in 1846. Oh, Gracie, can I talk about her? You know how I love queens and princesses and fairies. Be my guest, Jasmine. Thanks, Gracie. Her husband, Prince Albert, was from Germany, so they started decorating Christmas trees with their children. They had nine kids! When a picture of their family decorating a tree was published, everyone in England and the United States wanted a tree, too. And you know what? We still do. Of course, now there are all kinds of decorations, and we use twinkly fairy lights instead of candles. So much safer. One of our most famous Christmas trees is the tree in Rockefeller Center in New York City. It all started in 1931 when construction workers left a tiny tree at the construction site. Two years later, someone put another tree there, this time with lights on it. Now that giant tree has over 25,000 lights and is a beloved tradition every year. You know what? You can either have a real tree or buy an artificial one. People used to go into the woods and cut down trees, but now there are Christmas tree farms that grow trees just like pumpkins or corn. And every time a tree is harvested, two more are planted for it. It takes about 10 years for a tree to grow to the six or seven feet tall. That means they're ready to be cut. And you know what? If you have a real tree, don't forget to water it. That's right. Real trees need to be watered just like flowers do. Now we have one last ornament to hang up, the pickle. Pickle? Who wants a pickle on a tree? Well, some people believe that putting a pickle ornament on the tree is a tradition from Germany. That sounds like a funny tradition. When did it start? Well, Jasmine, in the 1880s, a store called Woolworths was selling glass ornaments from Germany. Some of them were pickle-shaped. A story started that in Germany, the pickle ornament was the last one to be hung on the tree, and an extra present was the reward for finding it. But you know what? That's not true. It's just a fun story. But even so, this tradition has caught on in the United States, and many families continue to hang a pickle on the tree to be found. Well, I think it's a fun thing to do. It's just like having a scavenger hunt. And who doesn't want an extra present? Look, we're all done. Ooh, it's beautiful. All we need now is presents for underneath. I just love giving gifts, and I have the perfect one for you, Gracie. I can't wait till you open it on Christmas Day. Our tree is magnificent. I, too, cannot wait to give you my gift. Giving is truly the best part of this and any season. Friends, have a wonderful holiday, no matter how you celebrate. Enjoy. Merry Christmas to all, and to all a good night. 